Hey Divas, we are so happy you joined us for today's podcast. We are three best friends on a mission to grow closer to God and encourage others to do the same. Like us on Facebook and follow us on Instagram for more uplifting content throughout the week. Let us know if you have any topics you'd like to hear or if you have any prayer requests. We hope you enjoy the episode. So today we're going to have an honest discussion about modesty. So when I was younger, I used to think, okay, modest is um, not cute clothing, you know, yeah. nothing cute, all that's out the door, patterns, colors. Like I, I literally thought of the scene in Halloween Town where they were all in gray. They like they were like under this gray spell or whatever it was called, yeah. and they were all just like dressed so gloomy <laughs> and like you know that's what I thought as a teenager. And that's just my teenage mind not really wanting to accept that modesty was a thing. Um, but even today, you know, it's a tough topic for me. It's something, you know, that I'm a little, I was a little confused on, you know, like where is the line drawn? Um, you know, what is modest and what's not? Um, so when I was looking at definitions, um, the main things that were sticking out to me were that modesty doesn't seek attention. Um, it's dressing in a decent and respectable manner. So, you know, as I was thinking about this topic, as always, um, you know, we go to the Bible and see what the Bible says. So I was just going to read a few scriptures, um, you know, that address modesty. So the first one is 1 Timothy chapter 2, verses 9 and 10. And it says that the women adorn themselves in modest apparel with propriety and moderation, not with braided hair or gold or pearls or costly clothing, but with its proper, but but which is proper for women professing godliness with good works. So, you know, we're supposed to dress in a way that professes godliness. And I think that's one of the biggest points that we can we can learn about modesty is, you know, the way that we dress. Does it um, show godliness? Um, And, you know, this verse is. It's kind of confused me in the past, and um, we actually just talked to our preacher about this verse, and, um, you know, he was saying, like, it's, it's not that you can't braid your hair or, you know, wear jewelry, um, you know, because at the end of that um, sentence, it talks about clothes, you know, clothes that cost, um, and, you know, there's not enough leaves in the world, even right now, with them all <laughs> falling to the ground, there's not enough leaves in the world for us all to be modest. That so. could change into immodesty real quick with the dry leaves, <laughs> yeah. they just crumple, and you're like, oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but I think, you know, what this is talking about is just, um, looking at what's in our hearts, like where is our focus? And so the next verse really talks about this more. Um, it's in first Peter three verses three through four. And it says, do not let your adornment be merely outward, arranging the hair, wearing gold or putting on fine apparel. Rather, let it be the hidden person of the heart with the incorruptible beauty of a gentle and quiet spirit which is very pre- precious in the sight of God. So, you know, our we're supposed to adorn, which that means, you know, to make beautiful our hearts. We want to put, we need to make our um, focus be on our hearts and our personalities. You know, what's within us, not just, you know, making sure that we look good on the outside. Yeah, I have a verse in First Samuel that kind of goes with that. Mm-hmm. Um, it's where Samuel is going to anoint the next king after Saul. And, you know, he's going through all the sons of Jesse because, you know, God's telling him, you know, it's not that one, it's not that one. He's thinking mm-hmm. there's all these strong men that should be king. And he gets to David, who's still a young boy at the time. And that's who, you know, the Lord chooses to be the king. And Samuel's kind of like, you know, why would you choose the youngest boy out of all these, you know, big eligible men? Mm-hmm. And God just tells him, 
The Lord does not see as man sees, for man looks the outward appearance, but the Lord looks at the heart. Mm -hmm. So then that kind of reinforces what you just said that last verse, that God's not so concerned with how we're dressed, you know, to a point, you know, I don't think he'd want us walking around naked or Mm -hmm. showing everything we have, but he's not expecting us to wear the most expensive things all the time. He's more, you know, concerned with how our heart and how our minds are, you know, portraying him. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And in, in contrast, you know, Saul was... It said that, you know, he was very strong and he stood head and shoulders above everybody else. And that's who people look to as a king. You know, they wanted someone who looked strong. And so I think that was definitely a a transition. I mean, David was good looking too, I guess. But (laughs) I don't know. But, um, you know, it was just looking at God already saw his potential as a boy. Right. You Mm -hmm. You know, Jesus calls out the Pharisees because mm-hmm. he calls them whitewashed tombs. And he says, mm-hmm. you know, you're pretty on the outside, but on the inside, you're full of dead men's bones. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, it matters, you know, what's in the inside. Um, that That's what really matters is where our heart is. Um, the other verse I wanted to look at was First um, Corinthians chapter 6, verses 19 and 20. And it says, Do you not know that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit who is in you? whom you have from God, and you are not of your own. For you were bought with a price, therefore glorify God in your body and in your spirit, which are God's. So, I mean, that that section there was says glorify God in your body. So, you know, that's a good question to ask yourself when you're, when you're getting dressed and you look in the mirror. You know, am I glorifying God? Can I glorify God with the clothing that I've chosen? Yeah. And I think also, like, if you have to ask yourself, like, is this modest? Yeah. The answer is probably going to be no. Yeah. <laughs> if you're questioning it. Right. Right. Um, something that I was I saw when I was studying for this lesson, um, this lady pointed out, you know, like, how do you um, identify a cop? Or how do you identify a nurse? Um, you know, and, and that's by what they're wearing. I mean, if you see them out, if you see somebody in scrubs, most likely they're a nurse or work in some type of medical field. Um, if you see somebody in a uniform, you know, a cop uniform, you know that they're a cop. Um, and so it started making me think, like, um, you know, how are we identified? You know, like, what we wear shows our identity in a way. Um, so, you know, is what you're wearing showing that you are a Christian? So, you know, if you've ever wondered, like, does it really matter what I put on? Like, it does. You know, it does matter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's a big responsibility for yourself, too, because... Not only are are we responsible for our own souls, but, like, we can play a part in other people's souls, too, you know. And we don't need to be a stumbling block to mm-hmm. others. And um, in Romans chapter 14, it talks about um, the people of the stronger faith are supposed to not not make exceptions for. But they're, you know trying to help the people of the weaker faith so if it's a stumbling block for people to eat meat sacrifice to idols for example then you shouldn't do that if that's going to be a stumbling block and you know recently we had talked with some of our friends our male friends about things that were stumbling blocks to them when it came Mm -hmm. to modesty and it some of the answers I didn't want to hear because mm-hmm. it's um, was stepping on my toes a little bit, I guess. Mm-hmm. But one of our friends told us, you know, yoga pants is a very is a really big stumbling block for me, mm-hmm. and um, I didn't want to hear that because mm-hmm. I love yoga pants and I love dressing comfortably. But out of you know respect for him, and out of 
you know, I'm trying to be a good sister in Christ. Mm -hmm. So if there's anything that I can do to help him, then, you know, I can go without wearing yoga pants. Sweatpants are just as comfortable, (laughs) I guess. (laughs) But, you know, it's just those little adjustments, Mm -hmm. I guess, can go a long way and you don't even realize it. Mm -hmm. And also our world, you know, contributes to that mindset of, you know, it's my body. I can do what I want. I can wear Mm -hmm. what I want. You can't tell me because, you know, you can't boss me around. That kind of, you know, basic mentality that a lot of people have. And as a Christian, you cannot have that mindset. You have to have the mindset of helping each other and mm-hmm. lifting each other up. And yeah, if it may not make you happy, you may think, well, that's just stupid. And I should be able to wear what I want. But, mm-hmm. you know, overall, would you rather wear yoga pants or go to heaven? If that's what mm-hmm. it came down to. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think we would all choose heaven. But um, yeah, or make somebody else struggle. Right. I mean, you yeah. Know. Right. Exactly. And um, to me, it's a sign of humility to be able to say, I'm going to dress a certain way that is appropriate and that is not going to, you know, cause other people to stumble. It's a sign of humility because you're trying to point people to Jesus rather than having a prideful heart of pointing people to you and what you're wearing and mm-hmm. being selfish of um, not giving up things that maybe we all should. Because, I mean, this lesson, it got me to thinking even, and I don't wear super short, short stuff and I don't wear super low-cut stuff, mm-hmm. but even just thinking of your attitude towards how you dress mm-hmm. and um, – yeah, is this going to point other people to Jesus? Or, you know, am I trying to seek attention by wearing something that I think makes me look good? So, yeah, like Marina was saying, it should reflect your Christian values. And not that you have to wear a potato sack over yeah. <laughs> over yourself <laughs> all the time. So you're going to have to look frumpy. I mean, I like to look nice. That's, mm-hmm. That is a way I do get some confidence. It's like I feel good when I wear nicer looking clothes that I feel good in not that I'm trying to seek attention all the time sometimes maybe but um you know you just when you look in the mirror and you think I just feel good by the way I look you know when I have my hair fixed my makeup done that's how I I feel good about myself you know so Ava doesn't wear makeup a lot which is fine she doesn't like to put on makeup all the time but I do for (laughs) y'all she wants y'all to think that she looks good I do um but I like to wear makeup I like to have my hair fixed and Mm -hmm. stuff so that's that's where I get confidence from sometimes because I do struggle with self-confidence and self-esteem. So when I feel put together, I feel a, bit, a little bit better about myself. Yeah. Um, but also, we also need to remember that the purpose of modesty is holiness because we mm-hmm. want to be holy like God is holy. And being holy means that we're dedicated or consecrated to God. We're sacred. We're set apart. So we're set apart from anything that is opposite of what God is. Mm-hmm. And which is anything worldly, you know, anything that focuses on ourselves rather than God and his kingdom. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I'd hate to think that I'd lose the kingdom just because of yoga pants. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I think it also frees us from that personal desire to get that, that feel that you feel significant just because of how you're dressed and because people are looking at you and complimenting you. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't have, you don't feel the need to get, to gain approval from people. Mm-hmm. Because you're focusing on the inward part rather than the outward part. Mm-hmm. And you know that God is pleased with you and his opinion is the only one that matters. Exactly, yeah. Another thing that we need to consider too is like the world has modesty standards. You mm-hmm. know, like when you go to work or when you go to school. Like when I was in school, you couldn't wear shorts that were shorter than two inches above your fingertips or something <laughs> random like that. <laughs> and... um you know, I, mean, I never got close to that because, you know, my mom. But 
it was always interesting, and my dad actually is the one who pointed this out, but it was interesting that, you know, the world sets those standards, but us as Christians often don't even go by those standards in our personal life. You know, mm-hmm. we would wear sh- things that were shorter than that or lower cut or whatever it may be, you know. It's just interesting to think that we're the ones who should be a little more conservative in that, but then the world is the ones that are having to tell us that we're not dressed appropriately, you know? Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, a big thing is, like, you can dress cute and be modest. Um, I mean, this is totally off the top of my head here, but, I mean, if you are interested in us just, like, sharing our, you know, modest tips on, like, how we go about, like, covering ourselves up but also looking cute, like, you know, we're, oh, I'm more than welcome. I mean, I'm more than willing um, to offer, you know, some tips on that. I'm not, like, this this super fashionable person, but, um, you know, like, if, if you're wondering, like, well, what do, like, I want to be modest, but, like, what do I wear, you know, like, we, or like I like these jeans, but they, you know, they're they're too tight on my butt. So how do I go about wearing those and being modest? You know, because I mean, layers, girls, layers mm-hmm. are, you know, your best friend, and you can look super cute and modest at the same time. Yeah, and it, it's hard too. Like when I was looking at modest apparel, you know, it's all over the map. When you just Google, you mm-hmm. know, modest swimwear, for example. And it's like a full head covering and yeah. like to the to the floor and it's like well I agree that's modest but mm-hmm. I think I would drown if I tried to swim yeah. in a skirt. That's just me. Um, or it's the opposite end where it's barely covering anything and it's considered modest. So it's right. it's just like there's no set guidelines, which is what makes modesty so difficult. Yeah, for sure. Um, I do think, you know, that there's a lot of worldly gains of dressing modest. It's not just spiritual, but, um, you know, there are some other other benefits that we can get uh, out of dressing modest. Mm -hmm. And one of the first ones that I wrote down, and I think it's the biggest one, is you attract the right kind of men. Um, you know, they're attracted to your personality over your body. I mean, men are men and they're going to look, um, you know, regardless of what you're wearing most of the time, honestly, you know, they, they check women out. Like, that's just a thing. Um, just like we check guys out. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, look at those biceps. Yeah. Right. (laughs) Which we'll talk more about next week. (laughs) (laughs) But, um, you know, they, they get to know you for who you are, not just your body, because that's what you're flaunting, you know, the first time you see, you see him or he sees you. The men you date, you're going to marry one of them eventually. Yeah. Um, so do you really want to marry someone who the only thing he says about you is how pretty you are? Because mm-hmm. looks are going to change, whether you, whether you believe it or not. Looks are going to change. Yeah. yeah. You know, Look you're, back at my <laughs> mine and Dustin's first picture together, it was... I mean, a lot you're, different. <laughs> you're gonna gain and lose weight. You know, it's gonna go up and down. You know, yeah. you're gonna as you get older, you're gonna get more wrinkles, and you know, things are gonna change. So, if he likes you the way you look when you're, you know, 16 or 20, whatever it is. I mean, if that's the only thing he likes about you. You need to get out of that relationship. Yeah. Yeah. Because um, I mean, I'm still in the world of dating, and I've been on the dates where that's all he can say is, "You look really pretty," or you know, "You have nice legs," or what you know, whatever it is. And yeah, you know. At first, you're thinking, well, that's nice. He, he likes how I look. But if that's all he can tell me, I'm like, I'm getting out of there real quick. You know, it's going to be one date. And, I mean, I've been guilty of being on a date where the only thing I like about the guys, you know, how he looks. And mm-hmm. I realize I'm old enough now, especially, to realize that that's not what I need. That's not what I want. It's not going to sustain a marriage. Right. Yeah. 
because, I mean, if, like you were saying, if all you have to hold on to is their looks, then you don't, you never know what's going to happen to, to wreck that. And so yeah. you have to love them for their personality, not just for their look. <laughs> and, and if it's the right guy, you know, he's, he's going to love you yes. more for dressing modestly. You know, yes. he's going to recognize that you're you respect yourself because of what you wear yeah for sure and that's the next thing that I wrote down was um you respect yourself but you're also respected by others um by dressing modest because you know you can your boss or teachers your co-workers coaches whoever it be that you're around you know if you dress modest they will respect you more than if you're dressing in modest um it, it's also kind of like a sign of um maturity too I think you know it mm-hmm. just kind of shows I mean you know I don't know what y'all think about that but in, in my opinion when I've looked I'm like okay well they're a little bit more mature or they're mm-hmm. they're still a little you know a little mm-hmm. bit uh, uh, immature but it reminded me of Proverbs 31 woman um, in verse 25 it says she was clothed in dignity so that's kind of talking about where you know she had that self-respect and um, I think that's something that we all need to we all need to practice and have more respect for our bodies um, you know and that goes with what we're wearing. I also think it's a sign of respect to other people um, because I know, like, you know, our parents are pretty strict about what we wear and our grandparents, you know, they don't like certain things. And I mean, a lot of people wouldn't care, like, well, I can wear, I'm going to wear whatever I want. I don't care. But, you know, maybe I'm not as strict on like, you know, like our mom wants, you know, shorts to the knee. And Mm -hmm. maybe I don't think the knee, I'm like, well, a few inches is not going to kill me. Yeah. Um, but when I go to her house, I wear shorts to the knee because I have respect for my mother and how she views things. I'm not going to be like, I'm a grown person. I can wear whatever I want. I think it's to sign respect to her and mm-hmm. to my dad and my grandparents, whoever it is I'm around, to dress the way that they think is appropriate. And it goes back to, to the school thing. I mean, I remember a lot of my friends in high school having to go to the office all the time because, you know, they were their holes in their pants were too big or their skirt was too short or their tank top was too thin or whatever you know Mm -hmm. and it was just like a constant thing it was constantly you know fighting the authority you know Mm -hmm. and it's just disrespectful when it's not necessary Mm -hmm. yeah um the next thing I wrote down was you know it it could keep you safe and I know that sounds um you know strange but you know what you wear um you know other people are watching and there are creeps out there there are all you know any any pretty much anywhere you go there's most likely going to be somebody that's creepy you know that's that's looking you and looking at you in a lustful way um and so really you know the attire that you wear could attract that wrong attention yeah i mean even we're not blaming the victim in any way in this but I do think that it would be a disservice to say that you can wear whatever you want and no one's going to look at you. And if they yeah. do look at you, then... It's it, their problem. Yeah, and and everyone is responsible for their own actions. So, you know, if the perpetrator attacks someone, that's, that's on him. That's his yeah. responsibility. But when that person is looking for someone to attack, someone to assault... They're going to be scanning the room, and chances are they're going to be more attracted to someone who maybe dressed more immodestly. And mm-hmm. I think that there are some studies that back that up. Mm-hmm. So, 
just be be aware of that you know be aware that whatever you're wearing is going to attract somebody and and if he's going to be attracted to you then he is Mm -hmm. but also you know there are some areas that are typically more attractive to people I mean I know we were told about a scenario where a guy was attracted to someone's ankle. So I'm not yeah. saying that you have to have to, you know, dress like that, but you know, we we are aware of the things that most typical men are attracted to. So just be Back. be cautious of what you wear when you go out in public. Yeah. And also like creeps on the internet, like there are so many now and when you um you know, when you wear something in public They'll look at you when you're there, but when you wear something and post it, mm-hmm. they can stare at your picture as long as they want to. <laughs> yeah. Well. Just let that sit in. Mm-hmm. And that kind of goes a little bit with what I was going to talk about next, too, just talking about, like, you are a role model. So, I mean, you know, there could be younger people um, who are watching your Instagram feed, too, and thinking, like, oh, well, she's posting this, and so it's okay for me to post something, you know, that's inappropriate like this, too. Um, but it's also like, you know, there, there are always, there is someone watching you. I mean, no matter what, you know, there's always someone that's going to be looking up to you. You may not think that, but there is, and they're wanting to be just like you. And so whatever you choose, you know, to wear and choose is acceptable to wear, um, you know, that's also given, um, you know, someone else the idea that it is also acceptable for them to wear too. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, I think that's just something that we all need to be kind of, kind of hold at a high standard, you know, to, to do it, you know, if you're putting those clothes on, like putting those clothes on for someone else's um, benefit too, in a, in a sense. Yeah. <clears throat> and I think too, another thing that we need to think about is like it is so all over the map. So if you aren't sure really what, what your guideline should be, then always try to go with the strictest rule because then you won't be wrong, you know. Mm-hmm. And you know go to your elders and to your preacher or to your friends or your parents someone probably a little more mature than you dm us send us you know we'll tell you honestly yeah <laughs> i will anyway but um <laughs> you know and it's something that we're growing on and it's something that we are we all work on every day too so it's yeah. not something that's unique to teenagers yeah for sure not mm. So I think a good um, rule, you know, that we can all probably start doing is, you know, looking in that mirror when you put something on and just asking that question, you know, can I glorify God and what I'm wearing? You know, does this show that I'm a godly woman? Um, and I think that will give the answer, you know, right off. Um, but, you know, you all we all need to um, realize that we are valuable and our value is not in our body. It's not in the clothes that we wear. You know, you don't have to show all that you have. To, for someone to see the value in you you know your value comes with, from within and if you're showing your heart and your personality and you know showing love towards others like that is more beautiful than anything else um, you know you put on um, so just always remember that um, but we hope you've gotten some benefit from this lesson and um, you know we hope that it's it's taught you a little bit more about modesty because um, I mean I've learned a lot about it um, I think that it all just comes with you know your heart you know what's your focus when you're putting those clothes on so um, we just want you to always remember be kind be humble and dress modest bye, bye.